Hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Premier League Project. So we're joined with a sort of disappointed Leicester fan following their 2-0 loss to Slavia Prague, knocking them out of the Europa League in the round of 32. So, Mark, when, what is your initial reaction when you got knocked out? Was it that we could have done better? Yeah, I think the initial reaction was, well, first of all, disappointment, embarrassment. Um, I was really, really angry with the team yeah, selection. At all, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. It was definitely top five, top ten. I'm not sure. I, I, I'll say top five because it was that bad. Top five worst moments I've had as a Leicester fan. It was. Yeah, it can't have been worse than the obvious one, the the knockout miss. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. imagine it's probably up there. It was up there because. It's the hope that kills you, isn't it? It's the hope. Yeah. And over two legs against Slavia Prague, we we know, and I've spoken about this a lot, and you would know that you would have known that. But you know, you know we've got injuries. You know we've got a weakened team and stuff. I get that. You know that the team out there was weakened. It's clear to see. However, over two legs against Slavia Prague, you expect to at least score a goal. We didn't even score a goal, and that's the disappointing yeah. thing. But I think we've got more than enough to go through against um, Slavia Prague. So. Again, no disrespect to them at all. They fully deserved it. Um, I'm happy for them that they. I hope they beat Rangers in the next round of the Europa League, and and I wish them well. Really? Yeah. I'm. I'm see, I'm. I'm really on this Rangers hype bandwagon, mate. I, I want them to win the damn thing. Well, I'd like to see Rangers do well, but do you know when you sort of go out to a team like that you expect to win, you hope that they do well, so it makes you look. No, better. I don't. That's the I'm sort of mentality I have. I'm more like, nah, screw them. Get knocked out in the next round. Yeah, but no, I've got to give them credit for for what they did because they 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 didn't play the best football. I think that's fair to say they yeah they, you know, squeezed up the pitch and fought for every ball and every throw in and every single time they had an opportunity to sort of go down and be you know that sort of team in Europe that you know the referee hates them but they they somehow managed to sort of buy fouls off the referee because of no, all crowding rounds you know one of those yeah, sort of teams. They exactly, and they they had the um, the banner at their ground, and they they had all this um, antics off the field with Schmeichel. There was so much thing, so so much. Um, that's that's the only reason why I can't, why I'm shocked that you said that you wanted to see them do well because like they they basically called, I think in mixed in translation a bit, but they called Schmeichel sort of overweight. Yeah. They were they had that thing where they changed the seats to like hunting the foxes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I mean, they were not pleasant to to play against in both legs and that I'm sure their fans as well had a lot to say on social media um yeah after the game but for me I'm always humble in defeat and I think that's the best way to do it as well if you if you lose to a team over especially over two legs it's not because of luck you know it's 100 what eight what is it 180 minutes of football exactly so there's no excuses that you can you can bring I mean I like to say you can mention injuries all you want and I can, I can get it to an extent. Obviously, we were missing Madison, that was clear, and, and all the other injuries in that position. But yeah. if I'm honest, seeing Jamie Vardy and and um, Cengiz Undo and Yuri Tillemans on that field, that's enough. You don't need, you know... I, you know, I'm angry at Rodgers because in hindsight, it's easy to say he picked a, a weakened team and that was the wrong decision. But before the game... It was almost like, yeah, it's a 
it's a weakened team, but that's still strong enough to beat Slavia. And I thought maybe we could scrape a one 0 I didn't think it'd be as easy as it was. You see, but, you you picked up well, then a bit about the team selection. I did want to go on to that. Mm. But for me, that that game last night was an absolute must win. You had to win mm. it. Why on earth are you resting Harvey Barnes? What's yeah. going on? That is the dumbest thing. That is so yeah. stupid. It doesn't matter if you've got Arsenal at the weekend. That's for Arsenal at the weekend. He just recovers. That's how it is. You didn't do the job in Slavia, so now you've got to come back and do the job. He's got to start. Why is it? What do you think that was a mistake in hindsight? Yeah, I think in hindsight you can say it was a mistake, but at the time it was. Well, I would have picked a strong team, so I'm of the same opinion of you. I'm just trying to understand how Rodgers was thinking. Yeah. yeah, but but again, it's almost like Rodgers has obviously took the stance. The Europe League was never the priority of the league. Never. Because that's a that's a game that if you want to go through, you pick your best team because you can beat these. Slavia Prague are not. Yeah, but no, I think I think he thought though it could beat him. He wants to go through, but I just think he thought, nah, we'll beat him anyway, and just didn't take just didn't take Slavia Prague for what they actually are. So because they're not awful, like you should have won, but they're not like he didn't he disrespects them in a way with that lineup, and then I think he got what yeah. he was, to be honest with you. Yeah, and and I said I mentioned it. I said. If you're going to take that stance and sort of play that weakened team, you've got to be responsible. And how, and he did. He came out after the game and said, um, "You know, I take full responsibility for that. I should have, um, I should have picked a stronger team." I think Rogers knows that. I don't know whether it's in the media he's got to sort of say that he wanted to go through it and whatnot. But I think he knows deep down that coming out of the Europa League will be a hidden blessing. I don't think he's going to be sat there this morning. At Seagrave, Leicester training ground, and, and thinking he's going to be gutted. Of course, he's going to be gutted, but I don't think he's going to be thinking that's a real, real blow because in you know it's we haven't got two games a week now. We don't have to play Thursday and then Sunday and go to silly places across Europe. Yeah, really it will be doing exactly. It. Yeah, it will be a hidden blessing and it will benefit us in the league. But again, it, it stings. It's still a horrible way to go out of the Europa League. Well, that's the thing. It's always it's always about the ways of doing things, and the fact mm. is. Yeah, all right, going out later on to like Man United or Spurs or someone like that. Fair enough. But not going out to Slavia Prague in the round of 32. Yeah. It's, it's just not on, really. Uh, no, no. Uh, you would have experienced on. similar because I know it wasn't on the same scale, but you want to win every game as a fan. So I'm sure when you got beat by Crawley, that was like, this is embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. Exactly. I wouldn't bother about the FA Cup. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. probably about the Europa League, but for the FA Cup, no, I'm not yeah. bothered. I, it was point, embarrassing. It was, it was embarrassing. so embarrassing, yeah. Because the guy, the guy up front, Cena, uh, Cena, Cena, sorry, he's yeah. 19 years old and he just made us look like a fool. Over both legs, I thought he was brilliant. And I'm not saying, I'm not being ageist or anything. Obviously, you can have some brilliant 19-year-old players, but... Saka. <laughs> exactly, but... And I think he could go on to have a brilliant career because I've seen quite a lot of qualities of him over the two legs. However... Sionchu and Johnny Evans have got to do better against Cena. Uh, wasn't that good, um, last night, was he? He made a few, no. songs, especially in the first half as well. No, he wasn't good. He yeah. It still. yeah, he wasn't brilliant. I don't think he was the, the sole reason for losing that game, though. But he, no, no. Sionchu and Hamza Chowdhury and Amati, I was especially disappointed. I think they were the three players that that let us down. It was I did see bring Brighton in that as well. Yeah, O'Brien. It was a collective effort, of course it was, and I don't think anyone was up to par. I thought um, 
I thought first 15, 20 minutes we were we were much better and that was sort of the best spell we had where we put them under the cosh a bit. And then it, I don't know, it just seemed to, you know, they yeah. they wanted it more, didn't they? It always comes back to that in football. If and the other team wants it more, no matter what the quality is, if they're going in 100% for every duel and every tackle, it doesn't matter what the quality is, they're always going to end up, you know, if they don't win, they'll draw. It's, it's, it's a sort of saying in football, you've got to win your individual battles and we didn't win it. It was Slavia Prague pretty much the whole of the 90 minutes. and That's why, got... I, have, why I have about these players that don't try hard. That is exactly why. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, I mean, the main the main feeling after the game was... First of all, it was disappointment. No, first of all, it was anger. Then it was disappointment. And then you try and look for the positives. And it was really difficult for look, to look for the positives yesterday. I'll throw so, one at you. Um, under. Mm. First 20 minutes... For me, he was the only one doing anything. I know his work, his, his defensive work isn't ideal because it isn't. Mm. What do you think about him early on, especially? I think Under works hard, um, really hard offensively, and he's always trying things and he's never short of confidence. And yeah, you're yeah. right, the first twenty minutes Under was definitely the bright, brightest spark out of out of the lot of the team. But is is again. I don't think it was really down to under, but a lot of the team's performances tailed off and he was just part of that um, for the 90 minutes. And I think, I don't know if it's a case of um, fitness for some of these players because obviously it's been a really congested fixture list for the last of the past couple of weeks. But um, like I've said, it, I've just mentioned briefly, but I think one of the main issues was Madison and the lack of creativity we had. I think under on the right was, was a creative outlet for us, but... I think in the middle of the park, where you usually have Yuri Tillemans playing next to Ndidi, he was obviously pushed further forward or that didn't work. No, that and was all. Exactly. And then we had no one actually linking the play between um, the top end of the field and Vardy. So it, that was sort of the missing um, factor for me. Who else could have played that? Is there, is there anyone? Because I think you mentioned this young kid, didn't you? Yeah. So Tavares came on for the last sort of 10 minutes and... But he's not a number. He's a central midfielder or sort of a deep line playmaker. Um, I don't want to bore you with injuries, but I don't think there was anyone else that really could have played there because obviously you've got Ian Acho out, Perez out. He could have filled in there. Obviously Madison out. Dennis Pratt would play number ten. He was probably the the second choice to Madison. I think he's, he's a brilliant player. Swap, yeah, and obviously they're all out injured. Obviously, I think. Um, I did I mention Ian Acho as well? Yeah. Yeah. So it was a. That that isn't Rodgers' fault. There's nothing Brendan Rodgers can do about that. But what he could have done is I could have thought of a few different solutions to. I'm not saying I'm more qualified than Rodgers, but just from a fan looking on, <laughs> yeah, it's good to I, give an opinion. That's the of only course, reason. yeah. From a fan looking on, I would have liked to see potentially Barnes started in that sort of central role. I know I, I like his best work off the left. I wouldn't move him, but I think just for a one-off game against Slavia Prague, he played Barnes. In behind Vardy is sort of the second striker, so not actually a number ten. So just a second striker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't play the four-two-three one. I'd more play sort of a a second striker, almost like a diamond. And I think that just creates more bodies in the middle to link play. So Barnes would have started for me from the outset. I know he he wanted to rest him for Arsenal and preserve him, but I I still don't get that. I really, really don't understand that. I I get it to an extent. I mean. I do get it to an extent because you've got to play Arsenal in 62 hours time or whatever it is. So, you know, I think that 
he, he, he obviously thought, like you said, he obviously thought he could get away with playing that team and getting through to Slavia because he saw in the first leg they didn't have a lot of quality. So I think that we wanted to get an away goal because we actually started quite a strong team against Slavia Prague in the first leg. It wasn't 100% strong. I know we, were, we left behind some key players at home, but he wanted that away goal in, in the first leg. So he actually named a stronger team um, away at Slavia. So this is what I don't Prague. understand with Rodgers. Is the second leg's always the most sport, especially when it's nil-nil. Why are you naming a stronger team away from home and then when you're back at home and you haven't done the job away, naming a weaker team, it, it, oh, it just baffles me. To be honest. Mm. Yeah. And it, it, can it be linked to all this? Because I, I know I bang on about this all the time. Rogers bottling, blah, 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 blah. And a bit of it's turning in cheek. But when he does stuff like that, you do have to question it because it's just shocking. Yeah, I mean, bottling, I wouldn't go that far. I think, I think... As a one-off game, I think Barlin would be over the course of a, of a few games. Of course, it's um, if you go out of a knockout stage, you can make that argument. But um, I think with Rogers, he, he's got to take responsibility for naming that weak inside. Like we've said, I think that's all he can do. But if he then achieves, if he backs it up and finishes top four and and progresses in the FA Cup, then I think a lot of Leicester fans will will be really he happy with that. He has to finish top four though, because I don't think you're going to win the FA Cup. I mean, it might be wrong. I just I can't see it. I think the strong. I team. think I think I think top four is is we are looking strong in that regard, and this will only make us stronger. However, there's sometimes a hangover effect with these results, and and it hasn't it's affected mentality. This, yeah. it hasn't affected this season. Like when we've had a bad result, we've bounced back straight away, and I do expect that against Arsenal as well. However, you just you just want to make sure that there's not a hangover effect because it did affect us last season when we we lost to um, Aston Villa in the semi final of the League Cup. And then from then it there was a hangover. There was definitely a hangover effect. I think yeah. Rogers mentioned that, but I think this is a different side. They're more mature. Um, a lot of the young players have come on leaps and bounds from last season. Like I've mentioned to you a lot, Scott. I know you'd be familiar with that. But yeah, the question now for me is how do we? You know, Madison's probably not expected to play against Arsenal. It's just how do we line up, and how do we fill that creativity void that he's he's left. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because Arsenal are completely on the other um, scale of spectrum. They nicked it in the last minute and they were a Bamiyan goal. So their tails yeah. are right up for that game. Yeah. They, they, may, they may have, they didn't rest anyone from what from what I gather. So they might be a bit of tired. But if you win, you're never really tired, are you? That's what I tend to find. Yeah, uh, there'll be um, no excuses on Sunday because we both will have played on Thursday. So there's the same situation. Um, for the for both teams, so I think it will be quite a. Um, there won't be as high energy levels on Sunday against Arsenal. I think for both teams, which could, um, you know, play into our hands, Leicester's hands, because I think Barnes will have slightly fresher legs to run it. Uh, whoever plays it right back, Cedric or Bellerin, and oh, Bellerin. I th- yeah, I, I do feel like if we do beat Arsenal, all will be forgotten. But at the minute, it stings. It definitely stings. Let's just say you do lose to Arsenal. Are there, are then when, when does it get to a point? Then it's like, hmm, this is this is sort of becoming an issue. Um, I mean, it's it'd be two game, it'd be two losses in a row. So you've got to look at it logistically and think, okay, it's only two games. You've got to regroup, and I think I'll have full faith in in the team to regroup after that. Um, obviously, it wouldn't be ideal losing back to back games because. I think we've, before losing to Prague last night, I think we'd lost two games in um, 12 or 13 or 14. Um, 
possibly even longer than that. I think it was the Leeds and the Everton one back in yeah. early December. That's the only time. So, so we have been quite a resilient team of late. So I hope that can continue. I, I do expect us to bounce back against Arsenal, but I do think it'll be tough. And they're not like amongst us, Arsenal. They're, they're really no, not. they're not. They're not. No, they've got quality players. I mean, Saka's dangerous from. Um, uh, again, Aubameyang as well. He came into form. He scored a brace at the week at the. Um, and he scored against us a week before as well. Exactly. Yeah. So they've got dangerous players. Yeah. Anyway, is there anything else you want to mention? Um, no, I just, I just probably finish off on saying that if Brendan Rodgers solidifies top four and and progresses at least a bit further than he did um, in the Europa League in the FA Cup, then I, I have. I'm happy with that season. I think it's a hidden blessing and we've got to go and beat Arsenal now or at least get a positive performance and result. Yeah, no, I, I would tend to agree. If you get top four, I think we'd, you'd have all taken that start of season. But oh, yeah. We'll see. I, I'm still not sure it'll happen. But, you know. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Never anyway, are. And we'll, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for having me on.